Hey, Matt, I think I want to start today with a joke. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. What do you call a deer with no eyes? I, I don't know. I know. A deer. I have no idea. <laughs> a deer. The presence of eyes doesn't change its species. <laughs> oh. You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. So, um, happy, happy day. What, May 24th? <laughs> hey, listeners, yeah. we normally do the intro before. We're like, hey, it's Monday, May 24th. And I just, I was so excited about my anti-joke that I got back on that bandwagon. Like, the best thing is the jokes that just, the punchline is nothing. It's, just it's like, nothing. you expect a punchline and then it's like, no, it's just, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why we like shows like Park and Rack and things like that, because they, they set it up and then it's just like, this is just real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honest yeah. to Jeebus. So, um, Goodness. <laughs> hey, I just got back from Indy. Yes. Uh, Do you not love that town? Okay. So here's, I have a, I have a long story to tell, but All right. I, it was, it was nice. I've never been there before. Their airport is incredible. I was really amazed because I was, I was, I was here like, oh, Minneapolis wins so many awards. It's like the, one of the best airports. Da, da, da. And it's, it's a fine airport. Um, but Indy was really nice. Yeah. Sorry, the dog is begging for attention. So anybody watching this, not on a podcast, but actually watching the video, gets to see Theo today because he's needy. <laughs> Good morning. And Theo. because he's missed me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but like I just wanted the sun to come out the whole time I was there. I didn't know if that's a like a normal mm. thing. It's like Seattle where it's just cloudy and overcast and depressing all the time or if it was just my luck, you know? I was like everything here yeah. is like it's nice, but it's also just gray and sad. Did you go walking around at night? No. Oh, they like so much of downtown is like lit up and Oh, um, yeah. The is it I don't know if it's the Capitol building or if it's the courthouse, I don't know. Thing? But oh. like mm-hmm. s- straight down the lane. I was looking up some pictures uh when when you told me you were there. I was like, "Oh yeah, and I I looked at this. You know you can search by location on on for photos on your iPhone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just type in Indianapolis, and all your photos from Indianapolis show up. And so I was like, oh, cool. Look at this. So anyway. fun. Okay. So let me tell cool you about place. the saga of me getting to Indianapolis. Also, <laughs> <course> there's gonna- <laughs> every time I've talked to someone, because I work with some people from Indianapolis, they always say Minneapolis when they're talking about me. And I'm oh, like, it's yeah. not Minneapolis, it's Minneapolis. Why are you adding an extra right. syllable? And for some reason, it never clicked for me that like that's because theirs does have. If yeah, theirs isn't Indianapolis, right. it's Indianapolis. So Minneapolis, right. I get it. I can have, I can have more <laughs> grace for that, I guess. <laughs> anyway, no. so uh, my flight left at like 8:30. It was like relatively late, but I was like, that's not that bad. Um, and landing at 11. So, okay. like, whatever. I granted I'm usually like getting ready for bed at eight 30 and asleep by like nine <laughs> fifteen, but whatever, I'm with you. whatever. Yep. So, yep. uh, go to the airport. Everything's relatively fine, except it's like one of the extra small planes when I finally get on. And, um, the gentleman next to me decided that half of my seat belongs to him too. So <laughs> that's always my favorite thing. And like, wasn't apologetic about it, anything. There was no like TV screens, but I brought a book to read and I would sit there with my book and he would just stretch his arm between my face and my book. Like all of a sudden there's just an arm what? that shoots like right through the, and I was like, he wouldn't like apologize or like be like, excuse me or anything. And it happened like four or five times or when the stewardess would go by and he would want to hand her like his <laughs> garbage. He would just like all of a sudden the hand would just shoot. And I'm like, a normal person goes like up and around. Like they hold it right. up in the air and then maybe the right. flight attendant will grab it from you or something, whatever. Not a big deal. Um, there was also this gentleman right in front of me who was talking so loudly on the phone for pretty much the whole like taxi portion and then once we landed, waiting to get off. And wow. <laughs> I had no idea what he was saying, but he was like, man, like he was talking loudly about nothing. And so I was, 
he's like that's just goofy man and i'm like what is this guy uh, what is he up to and he's like i didn't at get where i am for the rest of us yeah, yeah if i have to listen to it the, he was like i didn't make it this far in my life by being goofy and i was like what is he talking about anyway get his name that's our quote of the week <laughs> didn't get this far by being goofy so That's anyway, awesome. uh, I finally got off the plane. It's 11 o'clock. The airport in India was like pretty desolate, actually. There was almost no one there. And I was like, oh, this is weird, but it was a weekday. Um, go downstairs to the rental agency thing. There's like no one there except for one person ahead of me. I can't even say I was in line. I was only, you know, I was standing and there was one more person there. And it happened to yeah. be Mr. Goofy. And he's there like arguing. Sorry, my dogs are going crazy. <laughs> Uh, he's there arguing with the, uh, the clerk or whatever at the Hertz rent-a-car because he doesn't have a reservation, which is like not her fault. Yes, it is. And he could have picked any table, (laughs) but he had to pick the one I was going to. And then Mm -hmm. he's like yelling at her being, being something special. And I'm just standing back. Like, I really just want to get my reservation and go. I'm so tired. But like me talking or saying like, it's not going to help if I'm like, excuse me, I have a reservation. Can I get in front of you? Anyway. So I'm sitting there for, I kid you not 45 minutes and and there's no line. I'm just watching them argue. And I'm like, I wish I could do literally anything but this. Uh, And then Finally, it's my turn. I get my car. It goes super quick. Like she was like, would you care what you get? And I was like, not at all. She's like, here's your keys. And I was on my way. It was less than three minutes. I swear. Uh, (laughs) Get in the car. It's a short, like 15 minute ride or drive to the hotel. I get to the hotel and it's like downtown Indy. So they lock you out and you got to like stand outside and like knock or push the button and wait until they let you in. And I'm like, when are they going to let me in? I was outside for another 15 minutes. And then I finally get inside <laughs> and the lady's like, how are you today? Da, 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 da. And I, you know, she's checking me and taking my last name. And she goes, oh no. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Oh no. And she's like, well, hold on. <laughs> Clickety clack, clack, clack and away. <laughs> These dogs are going nuts. So do you hear Ellie too? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Okay. There's someone outside cleaning uh, the decks. So I think she's losing her mind at that. Anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> the, the lady's like, oh no, clickety clack. Uh, finally, she's like, well, I don't have a clean room for you. It's like, oh my what, do you, what do you mean? And she's like, I, I, we don't have any clean rooms to put you in. And I'm like, ma'am. Were you staying at a hostel or something? It, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was like, it's not even like I'm like too early for check-in. It is now 11.59. You know, I'm basically checking in for tomorrow at this point. You knew I was coming. So anyway, I was like, I'm not angry or like, I'm just so tired. I don't have the energy to expend. So she was like, well, here's the deal. We're going to put you up at the um, Holiday Inn Express, just kitty corner from us for for a night on us. And I was like, okay, whatever. I don't care. But I still have to like pack my bags tomorrow, check out of that hotel, come back Mm -hmm. to my hotel. You're just making my life more difficult. Whatever. Not a big deal. And I'm like, okay, where is this? She's like, just go out into the parking lot and go kitty corner to the Holiday Inn Express. So then I do that. Uh, I'm walking across these big old parking lots. I have to go stand outside and ring the doorbell again to get inside. They finally get let inside. And the guy's like, staring at me like he doesn't know who I am. And I'm like, I was, I was in the lobby with the last girl, but she called you. I'm the guy who she's sending over. I have this certificate, right? I have a voucher for my room. And he looks at it and he's like, okay, um, this is for the holiday and express. It's like, yeah. And he goes, this, (laughs) this is the holiday Inn." Oh, (laughs) and I like, it was almost out of a, like, right out of a sitcom, me just like staring at him, saying nothing, just slow blinking. What? What? (laughs) And he's like, this is the Holiday Inn. And this coupon is for the Holiday Inn Express. I was like, (laughs) so then I just rolled my eyes. I went, well, that's confusing. And I wheeled my bag out. Like he didn't even tell me like that's next door or something. So I go outside. I'm like pulling my MacBook. Like where the heck is the Holiday Inn Express? Finally get to my room. Uh, Finally go to sleep. Well, try to go to sleep. But the AC is doing this thing where it's going like, 
like so loud yeah. and I couldn't fall asleep, but it was a million degrees <laughs> in there. So then I turned on like ocean noises oh, on my phone. Cause I'm like, that'll help me sleep. Right. And then it was still like, no, I can only hear the woo woo woo. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to turn it up all the way and set the speaker right on my ear. And I still could only hear the woo, woo, woo. So then I decided I'd rather just be hot and shut the AC off. But then I could hear the neighbor unit's AC going woo, woo, woo. (laughs) This has been a travel day from hell. I don't know what I did to deserve this. Oh, man. But anyway, after that, (laughs) man, the trip sure turned around. It was so much fun. Um, Just a nice couple days. And I got to see the sights. And it couldn't have gotten worse, right? So... I mean, well, so where was the Holiday Inn Express just like right next door to the Holiday Inn? I had to like go through some weird back alley. At, like I'm downtown Indianapolis. Yeah. It's sketchy. I'm dragging my luggage behind me. Um, but it was close-ish. Huh. It wasn't like I was like walking two miles or something, but there was like. But still like. All of these hotels all in one area, you know, like. Right. How many people show up at the Holiday Inn? And like, what a silly thing express (laughs) also just be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. That building is actually, if you go outside and take a left and then, you know what I mean? Like, right. Right. Don't just stare at me. I'll (laughs) slow blink right back. Also for it, the listeners, there's nothing more powerful than a slow blink. Mm -hmm. Just man, use that sometime. Just says like, explain yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Do you realize do you realize yourself yet? Do you realize what's happening? <laughs> yeah. That's uh, funny. Yeah. And and also frustrating. But I feel like these things always happen to you. I always have good stories, don't I? Yeah. yeah it just, I mean, they're, they're good stories, but they're not good fun. They're not good experiences. Like, oh, yeah, I decided to go up and see, you know, sightsee around the North Shore. And some lady fell 50 feet and cracked her head open. I know. Oh, I went on it. Like, it's just like everywhere you go, bad things happen. Something's got to go down. (laughs) Yeah. That's the truth. That's the truth. Question. Mm -hmm. Are you on the same flight as me to Utah? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Dang it. Oh, no, because something bad's going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. Shoot. Uh, Okay, so what's happening in your life? These last seven. Okay, Um, hold on. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) Back back to you. Oh, you're yelling at the dogs. Cool. God. <laughs> I also love that when Ellie started barking, immediately Theo was like, what? Should I? Do I need to? That's his okay. existence. He has no idea why we're upset, but he's like, we are, yeah. This is, and that's supposed to be a thing in like humans too, right? Like riot mentality or something. Right. Like right. yeah. he has that so bad. What If we yeah. open, I open the door and Ellie barks, he runs out barking and he has no idea why, but something, <laughs> something must've warranted it. Right. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Okay. So, awesome. so tell me about your week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, uh, really, really fun week, fun and exciting. And, you know, we've got some big news to share here in a, in a couple weeks, I guess, or a week, mm-hmm. a week and a half. Um, about uh, a new addition to our amazing I'm so team. excited. Yeah. So excited. Um, really just the, the, probably the biggest investment we've ever made in, in growing our people. Like internally, sure yeah. They're successful, mm-hmm. you know? And um, yeah, I'm just so excited. So we'll share, we'll share a little bit more about that here uh, shortly, but it's, it's been like consuming my brain. Like, yeah, this is going to be so much fun. Um, and then of course we were supposed to, um, we're, we're, we're looking at our Rochester office opening here real, real soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, that's coming together nice and quick. Our Mankato office is coming together nice and quick. Um, looks beautiful in there, how we've remodeled uh, a section to expand our financial suite as we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's looking cool. And then, and then because we don't stop there, our aisle office got pushed back a month yeah it did bummer (laughs) there's just a lot of things happening happening at the same time yeah but also so exciting i just love to see forward momentum i love to see i don't know I, i i don't know the best way to put this because there's a lot of people who are satisfied with status quo and i appreciate that we are not um so absolutely it's exciting. I'm uh, I'm super excited. And when that uh, when that is done in aisle, I mean, 
that'll be the talk of the town for a long time. The rest you know what I mean? Of time. I mean, that's for yeah. the rest of time. Yeah. It's a, it's a, you can't miss it. What, what's funny to me though, is I still ask the seller, Hey, can we get, um, our contractor in there just to take a couple quick looks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The people who are doing our Mankato office, Wilcon, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I was like, man, we're having, we're having trouble finding people that are available up there. I mean, everybody's doing something in their homes and I mean, it's yes. just crazy, right? Everybody mm-hmm. has a story. I was like, would it be unreasonable for you guys to go up there? I mean, you work quick. We love working with you. We have a great relationship. And he's like, well, I'll, I'll check with some of the guys. And then he goes, okay, so Ryan is actually going to be up there next Thursday. Anyway, he's going fishing, so he can go through, <laughs> he can take a look at it. And when I asked if he'd like to, you know, do some work up there, he was like, Absolutely. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he'll just go fishing in the evenings when he's done working on the office. So that's amazing. Uh, it works out perfectly. <laughs> I'm but more of like those a Wilcon guys take care of us. speedboat, sailing kind of guy. I don't fish much, but I don't want to touch the fish. <laughs> there, it, is, it, is it the slippery slimy or is it the fact that they'll just randomly jump and scare the bejeebus? They jump. Away? I'm always like, look, fish. <laughs> Be cool. Calm down. Be cool. Calm down. I'm going to just Calm touch down. you really gentle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time. Ooh. Yeah, that's funny. Anyway. Um, so anyway, yeah, a lot going on this week. A uh, lot to keep track of and, and do. But hey, I mean, the every single day now we're posting about the progress in the Rochester, in Rochester. office. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's also just fun can, for uh, me to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, right? and you too, like... It's it's yeah. one thing for like Mankato, for example, when you, you get to see it every day and like watch the progress. Right. But then like when it's a location we don't get to every day, it, some of this is for us. I like I'm sure the public yeah. enjoys seeing it, but I want to see it and memorialize it on the interwebs. Right? Yeah, so. absolutely. And our marketing <laughs> team is doing such a cool job with it, too, on how they're releasing it every day. But if you yeah. want to check out the progress, uh, you can go to Facebook.com slash C21 Atwood Rochester. So C21 Atwood Rochester is the handle. Nice. Handle? It, yeah. yeah sure. Facebook. Why not? Handle. Maybe. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, what are you, uh, what are you shipping uh, this week? Yeah. Well, a number of things, um, like quite a lot actually, because as I was showing you during our musical break, my Ember mugs all lighten up and telling mm-hmm. me my coffee's way too hot to drink right now. It's too hot. <laughs> too hot. Don't drink this. It is lava. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've already done Ember. And um, there's some cool new Apple things, but I've already done Apple. Yeah. And my my lawnmower, and I've already done John Deere. <laughs> so um, so I was like, I don't know what to what my what my not sponsored by is gonna be this year. Or this year. This, this year. Uh, week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and then um, as I'm setting up the the thing, I was like, oh, I need to. See, this is this is my desk over here. Well, you can't see it, but uh-uh. I'm I'm at my desk, and back there, that's my wife's desk, right? So those of you who are watching on YouTube or Facebook, um, the, the this is back here. This is my wife's desk. Mm-hmm. So we we share an office together, and I was like, oh, I gotta clean it. She's got a bunch of stuff out, and then and then I was like, oh, you know what? That's gonna be my not sponsored. Let me let me go grab it real quick. One second. <laughs> Suspense is killing me. Also, yes, I'm wearing sweatpants with my <laughs> with my polo. I only have to look professional. Professional on top. I'm wearing gym shorts on bottom. I get it. Nice, nice. <laughs> <gasps> oh heavens! Yeah. Oh, I, sorry. For those of you who are, it's only a podcast. Listening. People can't see this, man. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I forget. Sometimes I think everybody watches describe in vivid now. detail. Well. um, she contacted a company, uh, Atlantis Pools, mm-hmm. about uh, putting in a swimming pool here at our house. And the guy was awesome. He was describing to us different ways that we can save money, which is good. Um, and some of the things that we you know, really should do because it will save on maintenance and things later. Um, and kind of going through everything. And here in my head, I'm like, I'm not spending $100,000 on a pool. I'm not, mm-hmm. I, I'm like morally opposed to spending that amount of money on anything. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I can live in it. And then the bid came back actually pretty, pretty, you know, reasonable. And I was like, 
what? No way. I mean, I don't believe it. What? Mm-mm. What? I mean, okay, wh- okay, all right. So um, he's like, by the way, I work with. So this is this company's out of the cities. Okay. He's like, we're doing a lot in Mankato lately, um, really? and uh, like a lot. Like he was pointing around, like, okay, over here, uh, your neighbor there, and then across the street there, and then this, and then then I've got three going in in Upper North Mankato right now, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, holy smokes! Wow. I don't know. Like, he's like, oh yeah, like normally we do on a good year fifty swimming pools a year. Mm-hmm. Um, last year we did eighty three. Um, this year we've already got more than seventy on the books. Yeah. I mean, people are putting it's, in pools like crazy. Again, the COVID impacts. People are like, uh, I, I need, if I, if the world tells me I can't leave my home anymore, then right? I need to make sure my home is great. Beyond that though, like I was like, okay, at some point it's going to, it's going to fall again. But I think what this instilled in so many people's minds is not just like a, well, I'm quarantined because things are opening back up. Mm-hmm. I, I walked into a store yesterday and I, I'm pulling my mask out of my back pocket as I'm walking in. And nobody's wearing their mask anymore. I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like that. Okay. Uh, well, I'm still going to do it. But yeah. anyway, um, so, uh, so you know, I think the lasting impact for people is not just the, while I'm stuck in my home, I might as well find something fun. But I've been stuck in my home, and I think I can enjoy my home more than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can make... I can make my home the fun place to be. That's all, that's and, actually really encouraging because I think maybe it's a good change from like people used to buy a home and live in a home forever. Like there was no like, you know, right. move, move, move every time you've outgrown right. it. You just make it work right. and it's your family home. And then maybe even you pass it on to a, another generation, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as culture has changed into more of a throwaway society. It's like move every two years, throw that house away, throw that house away, throw that house away. Right. Right. And so maybe this is going to help us not go back, but balance that equilibrium a little bit more. We're like, let's, you know, make it work, you know, rather than replace it, let's fix it. So that could be good. Yeah, it, it definitely could be. And what's interesting too is, because of the rising medium sales price, median Median. uh, sales price of of homes, um, it it, like swimming pools now are actually, a low maintenance swimming pool is actually kind of an attraction Mm -hmm. toward uh, toward some of those higher sales sales homes. Um, So for the first time ever, I think in Minnesota, we're actually seeing pools are just helping the house sell, mm-hmm. if not sell for more money. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's never happened in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Versus it's like Florida where it's like, market. you don't have a pool. I'll give you a Why dollar. are you even on the market? Like, just, just leave the house. I'll take it over <laughs> for you. Um, I love that. Anyway. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it's very reasonably priced. Actually. I was very surprised. Um, and then he's like, Oh, by the way, you know, I work with local companies here for electric and gas and concrete you know, mm-hmm. you'll need concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I bit out the concrete and went, well, there it is. Nope. Oh, okay. So is I was like, look at these pictures, Jenny, of, of, of beautiful pools where the grass comes right up to the pool. Isn't that great? <laughs> What's the opposite of an infinity edge? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so wow. I don't know. We might, we might need to save for another year uh, just to afford you the concrete. You have so much yard. We have so, so much, much yard. yard. And it really is the perfect and so little pool for a pool. <laughs> it's a little pool, <laughs> but my wife is expecting a bonus, and she's like, "Do you know yeah. what I want to do with my bonus check?" And I was like, "Hold on, I think there's a movie like this where somebody's expecting a bonus check, and he's his plan is to put in a pool." Yeah, with that bonus check, do you not? Know I don't the know movie what that movie about? is. No, <laughs> it's one of the subplots of the movie, but. He's uh, he's dreaming of his pool that he's going to get with his bonus check that comes at Christmas, and uh, and then his bonus check comes and it's like nothing, and so he goes and kidnaps his or his. I say, is this horrible bosses? No, no, no. (laughs) His brother-in-law goes and kidnaps the boss and brings him to the house and like you explain to me why. (laughs) Anyway, um, what is this? Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, Chevy Chase. That's what yes. that movie is? Have you not seen that movie? No, I have, but I don't remember that part. I remember the vacation. It's a subplot. Okay. 
Anyway, the house they they light the house yeah, all up. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, all right. Well, go watch the movie. Uh, anyway, I was like, you know what's going to happen? You're you're expecting this big bonus check from work, and it's going to be this little thing, yeah. and then I'm going to have to go kidnap your boss, <laughs> as one does, <laughs> and wrap him up in a bow. Anyway, you got to watch the movie again. Okay. So what is this company? That does. Oh, pools? sorry. Um, Atlantis Pools, and I was really impressed too that um that they didn't just send like some sales guy the. And this is what I love. And I, I think you and I are, are like this, but the owner of the company came down to visit with us. You know what I mean? Like he, mm-hmm. he takes this vested interest. He's like, for me, you know, going out and visiting with people about, you know, where they should put their pool and what it could look like and things like that. He's like, that's like this much of the job. The big job is digging everything out and putting in the steel and the, all the other stuff that goes into it right mm-hmm. so he's like i i love this part and it reminded me of something that somebody said once where they were talking about what what business owners tend to do is go oh i need help with this i need help with that i need help with this and then they hate the jobs that they're doing themselves mm-hmm. and because the the part of the job that the owner hates they feel almost guilty making somebody else do that. Yeah. Like, oh, I yes. just hate accounting. There's there's people out there who literally get a degree in this because they love they it love so it. much. Yeah. So, you know, for him, he's like, I hired out all of the things I don't love doing, and I get to go do the thing that I love to do. So, so I was nice. I was impressed by that. That was really cool. Super nice guy. Um, had a lot of information, and he knew the names of every single person he's put a pool in. In Aww, so he's nice. rattling off names left and right, and and at one point he even he's like, "Does this name ring a bell?" And we're like, "Um, maybe I don't know." And he goes, well, "Their kids go to school with your kids at, at Loyola, I think." I'm like, what? How do you even? He's creepier than I am. This? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, That's so. Wow, funny. this is uh, this is cool. Um, so anyway, he apparently he had mentioned to those people who are just finishing the pool mm-hmm. um, that he he was meeting with someone who lived near us, uh, the Atwoods. And so he was like, yeah, meeting with, uh, with the Atwoods next, they live near you. Do you know them? They're like, Oh, we don't, but you know what? Their kids go to the, so oh, anyway, that's nice. it's just like all in his head. He collects all this information. I thought that was really cool. So Atlantis pools or, or this guy who was just really, really a lot of fun. Um, okay. What's that took <laughs> way too long. What's not sponsoring That was you? a lot. <laughs> I kept sorry. on getting hey, ideas of things. Story. I did. I did. I, t- I commandeered the first 15 minutes of this episode. Um, <laughs> okay. First and foremost for our viewer on screen, look at this latte. Look at it. Wow. Ooh. I am basically a barista. It has foam. <laughs> it has all nice. the things. Um, no, that's not what's sponsoring me. Um, okay. Also, you talked about, masks and all of a sudden not needing masks. I was the only person at the gym this morning still wearing a mask. Yeah. I, and I was so weird about it, but like I've been, I have both my shots, but you're supposed to wait like two weeks or something after to make sure, sure. it really settles in. Or I don't really know yeah. um, until you're officially considered vaccinated. So I was like, well, I'll just keep yeah. it on just in case. And the looks I got, I tell you, people were like, what am I going to cough on you? And I'm like, just, <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. And it's before this happened. It would be like the looks you would get for not wearing a mask. And now it's the looks you get for wearing a mask. And it's, I, I, I swear it's the same people who are like, I won't wear a mask are like the ones now who are like, you can't make me take it off. But I, it, whatever. It makes no sense. And that's why, like I went to the grocery store. I was like, I'm still going to put mine on because I was like, well, if somebody looks at me and goes, he's still wearing a mask, maybe he's ill. Mm-hmm. Right. Or maybe whatever, but the versus the looks I got when I wasn't. Yes. When I was like walking outside one time and somebody's like, oh, how dare you? And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to wear this thing for the rest of my life because I don't like people not liking me. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's my not sponsored this week? Um, um, shoot. It was right here. What did you talk about? You talked about Pools, so many things. No. Coffee. Um, people, oh, I got it. Okay. People knowing other people from Mankato. That's what got me (laughs) spiraling. I went to stock and spade last week. Have you heard of this? Never. Uh, it's a new restaurant concept. Um, it's started by the like guy who owns or CEO or whatever. I should really look this up, but I don't, I don't care that much. (laughs) Um, he's like the founder or CEO of, uh, Crispin Green. 
Nope. Okay. Well, I guess first of all, Crisp and Green is a franchise. Uh, that's okay. it's just like a salad bar, and it's really delicious oh. and healthy and good and whatever. Like Ruby Tuesday. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, okay. and whenever you go to like the really bougie suburbs, it'll be like, oh, Crispin Green Edina and Crispin Green North Loop and Crispin Green uh, Wayzata and whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, Crispin Green ha- has expanded outside of Minnesota. It's like a, a national franchise right now. So anyway, wow. he just started his uh, another franchise called Stock and Spade, and it's completely vegan but just like happens to be vegan you know it's like a burger joint fast food chicken sandwiches chicken nuggets fries shakes whatever but all of it's actually meat free and dairy free and he's trying to get that to take off too as a franchise that people can buy into um wow so i just went there to their first location of course it's in wayzata because fancy uh <laughs> but <laughs> it was so good i can't even like man you would have it hands down the best chicky nug i've ever had in my life really? okay nice. a- and like the shakes and the burgers and the sauce and all this stuff and then i don't know but while i was sitting there i was just enjoying my vegan food and i look up and who should be across the restaurant staring right back at me but todd snell and, really and one of his kids <laughs> yeah i was like oh How funny Small world. <laughs> so anyway, uh, stock and spade. Did you check give, it like, out. A little, little nod or something. Or I know who he was. He knew who I was. We didn't need to bring it to, to actual okay, speech. Yeah. Just this you know? mutual like, cool. <laughs> back to chicky nug. <laughs> uh, back to chicky nug. Oh yeah. my gosh. No. So check it out. Stock and spade. It was so good and good for you and good for the planet and all that other stuff. You know, Todd's business could definitely be uh, uh, not sponsored for me sometimes. You go to Snell all the time. I go to Snell all the time. Snell Motors uh, here in Mankato. They're just, they're just fantastic people. Mm -hmm. They're really, really great. And they always take care of me. Yeah. Also, (laughs) speaking about um, all of you, everything you talked about triggered an idea of something reciprocal, (laughs) like parallel in my life. Uh, So, you know, that I'm working on the new place, right? Yes. Uh, Yep. And just got the final final bids like after all that so they the way that they do is they hold a contractor's open house right and after you've agreed with the builder what your plans are going to be then they invite all the contractors they know like all the subs and say the house is going to be open today here's the plans come take a look measure what you need to measure your bids are due back to us by friday right and then they so that's like their way of getting at least three bids on each trade right Hmm. um so that was really cool uh but they finally got all their numbers back. It was very expensive. It was not reasonable <laughs> like your pool. Um, uh. And so I was like, gosh, I don't know. Like, they're like, we just need you to sign off. And I was like, maybe let's like nix this and nix this. Can I get an updated bid? And he's like, yeah, sure. I'll get back to you tomorrow. It comes back the next day. He's like, okay, I took those things off. That brought down the prices to this. I actually got updated numbers from the vendors though. And that increased the prices by this much. And now it's the bids higher than it was yesterday. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, I lost two things off my list and it's more expensive. But like with like the price of lumber and the price, like everything's, how do I, how do you do that? I don't know. Is there, is there a way you can wait? Because they, they keep saying lumber prices are going to drop a lot come this fall. Yeah. They're saying so. But I don't want to move. So I'd be, (laughs) I'd be paying for both places all summer. Yeah. And then all th- for the fall and move in the winter. That would be terrible. Anyway, enough about that. That's also, just my news. you know what I'm really excited about with, with this? What? Uh, is that the construction would be outside of my home. Yes. That would be so great. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens to be my absolute favorite form of exercise. Swimming? Swimming is pretty yes. great. I love it because I don't feel hot. Yeah. Like I can feel my heart pounding and I can feel that I'm probably sweating, Yeah, <laughs> you know, but hard. I'm, I'm, I'm nice and cool and I'm, I love it so much. Say, so anyway, uh, I had yeah. some fun news to share. Yeah, do it. So there's a really interesting article that just came out called buyers go to crazy extremes to win a house, <laughs> which we know we've been <laughs> saying for, I think at least two or three months now, like things are just getting more and more competitive, right? And multiple yeah. listings and over asking and all these things are just, it's 
bonkers, right? And so the majority of this is just like, yep, it's bonkers. It's crazy. There's no other words to describe (laughs) it. It's a total frenzy. What's causing it? Low housing inventories. We've been over this. Like, this isn't revolutionary. But there's some really interesting numbers in here that I wanted to share um, because, of course, they did surveys of current sellers or people who are expecting to list their homes in the near future. Mm. Um, The recent survey showed that 24%, so basically a quarter of homeowners expect to get more than their asking price when they sell their home. They just expect it. 29%, so almost a third, just plan to ask for more than what they think it's worth in the first place. Furthermore, 16% expect there to be a bidding war and have multiple offers. Oh 25%, so again, a quarter, expect to have an offer within the first week of listing on the market. 16% expect there to be at least one cash offer. Uh, 24%, so again, a quarter, don't expect to pay for any kind of repairs or improvements to the property. And, six <laughs> of course. and 16% expect, this is wild, expect uh. the buyers to waive contingencies such as financing, appraisal, or home inspection. Like when this was first coming, it was like, oh, maybe we we waive the home inspection, risky. And now it's like the the sellers just expect it. You want to do an inspection, you do it on your own time and your own dime. But (laughs) they're not going to entertain it. (sighs) I really hope that that at some point, like this doesn't ruin it forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Mm -hmm. because it's not going to sustain. It's not. No, it's not going to. Yeah. And the scary part, so like we just talked about, I think it was two weeks ago, it's not a bubble. It's There's still like regulatory uh, practices in the mortgage industry to make sure that we don't end up in the same scenario we did, you know, back like circa 2007. But they're still saying that waiving all of these things or paying too much is very likely going to lead to some buyer's remorse later on, right? You're mm-hmm. just setting yourself right. up to a more difficult situation. Um, and obviously right. any investment, you should have kind of that forethought of like, what does this mean? Not just today, like, do I have a place to move? But what does it mean for my financial future? Um, so right. basically with right. all this in mind, financial analysts are still warning, like stay within your budget. Don't overstretch just to win. Um, and in general, spend more, no more than between a quarter or a third of your monthly gross income on your home. You know, I, I, the, the, that that formula, right? Mm-hmm. Like a quarter to a third of your monthly income to spend on your home is is a good general formula. Generally. Mm-hmm. But there's been times when I'm like, the, you you can't always you can't always go by that. Right. Yeah. Like you there's for example, if we if we go on the low end, somebody somebody who makes five hundred dollars a month, <laughs> right? They can't spend right on rent because there won't be enough left for to eat right and for you know like so i mean obviously that's an extreme yeah right but um but the cost of milk and bread and whatever doesn't go down percentage wise on the flip side right somebody who um you know wants to who makes like a million dollars a month Mm -hmm. (laughs) Should spend it's like three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> per month on their well, home. No, what I'm saying is like if you were to make a million dollars a month, yeah, like some astronomically ridiculous number, yeah, a million dollars a month, and you spent eight hundred thousand dollars a month on your residence, mm-hmm. okay, between you know the the mortgage, taxes, insurance, everything, eight hundred thousand dollars a month on your residence. Yeah, you're spending eighty percent of your income. Mm-hmm. When experts say no, only you know twenty-five to thirty percent, but they still have two hundred thousand dollars. Right. They can still buy milk and bread and all that because it, the other expenses don't go up because right their income certainly. Do you know what I'm saying? Certainly. So, um, so sometimes you know we have some higher end rentals you know um, that rent for almost three thousand dollars a month that mm-hmm. we uh, that we manage, and you know I I have to tell people like hey. <laughs> If their income, if if they're spending half, mm-hmm. you know, I know our general rule is we're looking for a third or a quarter, but if they're spending half, that's okay because they've still got another three thousand dollars a month to live on. Yeah, and that's probably going to get them by okay. There's obviously um, the extremes, and I feel like the people yeah. who are in the extremes know that they're the extremes, right? <laughs> hopefully, yeah. hopefully, yeah. if you're making that much money, you're like, this isn't normal, you know. 
I don't know. Right. I The way I like to think of it is this is just a general rule of thumb. Let's err on the side of, of look at it like not, hey, this is how much I can afford. But like, hey, this is maybe where I should try to stay below. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, obviously, it's different in the higher end home market once you get to that certain threshold. But two, they, right. there's probably more sound uh, or diversified, I should say, uh, investments you could be making rather than putting everything you make right into real estate yeah. or your yeah. primary residence, I should say. So, right. And I think one thing that's kind of unfortunate on the other end is that people actually will choose mm-hmm. more. I don't want to say luxury, but you know what I mean? Luxury to them. Um, they'll, they'll choose a nicer place, a nicer apartment and sacrifice food. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, it, I, I, I totally get it. Did you hear, I just watched this thing and I brought mm-hmm. it up in the, in the Mankato sales meeting and one of the other agents had seen it. But I guess there's this video going around. I, I saw a part of it because I have kids and they don't let me sit through a whole thing. Mm-hmm. But this millionaire business entrepreneur was trying to prove that in America, you can make a million dollars. Mm-hmm. So there was this group that, that said, okay, prove it. They gave him a cell phone, a old pickup truck, like not even like a nice new truck, like an old pickup truck and uh, $100. That's it. And he slept in the truck. I mean, he was like, I'll make a million dollars in 90 days. And they're like, there's no way it took longer than that. <laughs> so he was a little too smug, but he started out by like wor- working some random minimum wage job, scrubbing toilets. And then he figured out he could sell the truck and get a cheaper little car, which gave him like a thousand dollars. So then he found like he could buy some parts from a junkyard and then sell them off here. And he just started like doing all this random stuff, yeah. trading up and doing these different things. And it was incredible to watch how he did this. That being said, super unfair. You're taking somebody who's already done it, <laughs> who's already, I right. mean, and probably didn't start from nothing, mm-hmm. but, you know, and, and has learned from experiences of others that, you know, trained him along the way and things. And now he's getting to start over. Yeah. But it was really, it was still really incredible to watch. Um, I think there's also like this little toolkit, <laughs> like, no regard for economic impact or advantage in that like here's your you know truck and a hundred dollars by the way you have sound mental health you have sound physical health you don't have mouths to feed that you know underneath you you know what i mean so it's yeah i would take that with a little bit of a grain of salt for the people who would watch it and get salty but i mean right for the motivational aspect definitely Yeah. yeah yeah It was, it, it, I'm just saying, it was cool to watch. It's kind of like those things too, like the undercover boss. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm going to, I'm going to pay your college tuition for you. Yeah. It's like, no, CBS is paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, you're a multi-trillion dollar company and you're going to spend $30,000 on a scholarship. Cool. <laughs> also, the American anyway. education system is broken. So thanks for nothing. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> also... You know, when, I, I love Undercover Boss. Don't get me wrong. I do too. I think it's hilarious. But uh, sometimes watching these people like do the do this job, like that, whatever. It's just mm-hmm. not an apples to apples comparison with with that stuff. But um, like, yeah, I have uh, thirteen thousand employees, and they ran end up in some random store in Missouri, mm-hmm. and Missouri. like this this guy or gal or whatever's like, yeah, I've had a hard life and, and now I'm trying to raise my son all on my own. It really moved me. Yeah. I'm going to buy you a new house, a new car, college tuition, all this stuff. And I'm like, you have 13,000 employees. You think this is the only one and you happen to stumble upon them? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so anyway, yeah. um, that's, that's going to lead me to a topic we're going to talk about with, with our exciting news coming up. Um, where we talked about growth and internal growth, but it's, I actually gave an interview recently and yeah. I'll share that with you too in another episode. But I said, I, I think the downfall of a lot of brokers and, and owners in real estate and in a lot of companies is the lack of focus internally, mm-hmm. right? They're, 
the, the lack of calling up employees and calling up sales agents and calling them up and saying, how are you doing? Oh, my numbers are really good, boss. No, no, no I don't care. Right. How are, you, how are you doing? And what are your goals? Oh, I'm going to do 10% better this year. Is that what you want or is that what you think I want? Right. My goal is to help you meet your goal, whatever it is. If your goal is to do less business so you can spend more time with your family, mm-hmm. I'll, I will work on that with you because me trying to keep my business running is my problem, not yours. Right. So, um, anyway, I, I'll get on that topic another time. I did, uh, I did, uh, bump across a couple, uh, articles too, and I'm not going to share them, but one of them supported you when you said, you know, I found an article that said, this is not a bubble. They've now, uh, this, this independent group has interviewed 42 economists, Mm -hmm. 42 who all say, yeah, it's not a bubble. It's not, it's going to last for years, Mm -hmm. years. It'll slow, but it won't drop. Right. Um, so anyway, I'm going to leave you, uh, with some parting, uh, stats here because I think this is fun. Oh, I thought it was gonna be parting Um, motivation. Well, yeah, and then I'll do motivation because I got that too. Motivational stats. How about that? The motivational stats, yeah. Median sales price in the United States. Yeah. Last, last week I shared Minnesota is now three twenty nine. Wow. Insane. I mean, yes. you go down to like Mississippi and Alabama Mississippi. and things like that. I mean, even I was just looking at homes in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Real estate's so cheap over there. I know. I'm going to move to Sioux Falls. You can get a mansion. Uh, on but that. anyway, seriously. Uh, 329, uh, median in the, in the, in the United States, how many straight months of year over year gains do you think that is Michael? How many straight months of increase on medium sales price? Like not a single month of down. Mm, What is it? May now 11. Okay. So you think 12 months ago it was maybe a down, like the median sales price dropped a little bit, Mm -hmm. but then it continued to climb for, Mm -hmm. yeah. 109 straight months. No way. <laughs> I was expecting at least some kind of like, cause I was like, oh yeah, if we're looking at like the pandemic kind of started in March, you know, closings might've taken a dip for a minute. Nope. That Come is on. nine years of continued. And sometimes it was only slight, yeah. but it increased yeah, yeah. year over year for nine years. Well, month over month for month 109 month. months. Yeah. Okay. Current inventory. There's only 1.07 million properties for sale nationwide, which is down 28.2% year over year. Mm-hmm. It's down. Like here we're coming out of the pandemic and it's we're down. still down. 28%. Of course we are. Yeah. Okay. Um, days on the market is down to 18 days nationwide. That's a 44% drop. 18. Well, I told you that most buyers expect to have their offers within the first week. Oh, crazy, crazy. Here's, here's something that's kind of crazy too, though. Yeah. The existing home sales, this does not include like new construction and all that other stuff, but uh-huh. existing home sales, um, there were 6 million sales. Uh, so that's a 12.3% increase. It, when? And yet... You remember what? When? There were 6 million in, sales in the month of uh, April? Or what are we saying? Uh, this is, uh, is this April? Yes. Okay. And yet, do you remember how many, how much inventory there currently is? One million. <laughs> Help. So we've got 1 million homes on the market, 28.2% down, and 6 million sales, 12.3% up. So that, that days on the market is going to continue to drop mm-hmm. uh, as people go crazy. My wife sent me a home yesterday. I absolutely fell in love with it. I would move there immediately. Immediately. It's in Burnsville. Send it's it to me. Swimming pool. Send it to me. I will. Okay. I love this house. I don't, I, it would need some work because it's not quite my style, but mm-hmm. I love the layout of the house. I love the location. I love the pool. I love everything. And I'm like, it doesn't matter though. Mm-hmm. I can't make a non-contingent anything offer. <laughs> like, uh, I don't understand how people are. Yeah. All right. I've got a really good Simon Sinek for you to, to Ooh, uh, okay. end off today. Beautiful. And I love Simon Sim- Sinek so much. Um, <laughs> All too right. Too much, maybe. Lay it on us. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. 
Working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. Yeah, yeah. I love that one. I love Simon Sinek. And, and it kind of brings me back to what I was talking about with a lot of owners, right? A lot of business owners, they work hard on those things that they don't love, mm-hmm. right? Yes. They opened up a new restaurant and they're like, yeah, because I love, you know, meeting people and all this. And they're sitting in the back, running the books all the time on their mm-hmm. restaurant. They're like, I hate this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then hire somebody else to do that because what you did is you're working on all the things that cause you stress instead of working on the things that you love right. and can be passionate about. So. Ugh, that's a good thing just to refocus for anyone, no matter what you're doing. Uh, you know what I mean? You could work at Payless yeah. Shoe Source and be like, of my you know, general responsibilities. What are you passionate about? You know, anybody listening, right. I encourage you to think about what, what your passion is. I think I'll probably spend some time doing that today. <laughs> and where, how, how do I find a way to dive more into that? Right. Because it's only going to yeah. yield increased energy, increased production, increased, you know, I'm going to want to continue and pour more in. Absolutely. And I want to be, I want to be clear too. I'm not saying that everyone has the ability to be like, <laughs> I'm only going to do the things at work that I love. Not everybody can do that. Like you said, you might work at Payless Shoes or or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Then you got to find some things outside of work that you can be so passionate about that you can now start to view your work as your means to get that passion. That's true. Because when I was bringing it up, I was thinking like, no matter what it is, uh, even though you can't necessarily in all positions or in all, you know, facets of life delegate the things that someone else has assigned to you. I hired someone else to do that boss. (laughs) Um, But you can put more of your energy and focus into the things, the portions that you're passionate about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that can just become your niche, what you become known for within, you know, the Best Buy ecosystem. Like, man, he just crushes it at that. And it, it, as long as it's something that you're passionate about, they'll, people around you will notice it and continue to encourage you to do that more and thus take you off of the things that you don't want to do. Yes. <laughs> Come Absolutely. on. So thank you, Simon, for our, uh, we're on a first name basis. You and him. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Cy, for Cy. That, uh, that great motivation. And I hope you all bring that into your week and, yes. and make it just a, just do those things that you're passionate about either at work or, or outside of work and, and just throw yourself into it and, uh, and, and fall in love with the things that you love all over again. All right. Say, Oh, I have a reminder that goes off every day at this time to be kind. So whatever you're doing right now, stop and say something kind to yourself. All right. Have a great day. Right. Make it good. Have a great week. Uh, try to pursue your passion a little bit or dive into it more, lean into it more than you would have otherwise. Yes. Uh, I think the dogs have to go out potty. So that's our cue. <laughs> That's our cue. <laughs> Keeping us on time. Thanks. Thanks, Theo. Thanks, Theo. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to the Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below, message us on your favorite social media platform, or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com.